Hey fam, welcome to the Prophetic Listening Podcast, the art of hearing God's perfect will. The podcast that invites you to tune into God's guidance and discover His flawless plan for your life. I'm Michelle Honora, your host, and I'm thrilled to have you here. I'm an author, speaker, and spiritual direction coach, as well as the founder and director of the Center for Prophetic Listening, a Christian education center dedicated to the practice of prophetic listening. In a world filled with noise and distractions, finding clarity in God's will can be a challenge, especially if you're facing significant life transitions. Whatever challenges you're encountering, you're about to learn how to discern God's perfect will for both significant and everyday situations. Because let's be honest, sometimes you'd rather not rely on worldly advice or someone's random opinion. Most of the time, you simply want to hear directly from God. If you've ever wondered about God's plan for your life, needed His guidance in difficult moments, or simply longed for a closer connection with Him, this podcast is your spiritual GPS. It will empower you to navigate life's twists and turns with unwavering confidence, knowing you are in alignment with God's purpose every step of the way. So tune in, open your heart, and embark with me on this sacred quest to hear God's voice and discern His perfect will for your life. Welcome to the Prophetic Listening Podcast. Hi, hello there. Welcome to the Prophetic Listening Podcast. My name is Michelle Honora. I am your host. I'm also the founder and director of the Center for Prophetic Listening. Today on uh, the Prophetic Listening Podcast, we have a very special guest. All of our guests are special, but Gian is near and dear to my heart. So he is a musician. He is also a speaker, and he helps young Catholics develop a personal relationship with Jesus so they can experience the fullness of their Catholic faith and become who God meant them to be. So welcome, Gian. And in your pronounce, your last name is pronounced Gamboa? Gamboa. Yeah, that's right. Gamboa. That's right. Okay. Thank you so much for appearing on today's episode. So Gian, you and I know each other um, from a completely separate program yeah. and, and arena, um, but we're both followers and and lovers of Jesus Christ and that's the most important uh thing. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about your your work. Um this isn't a full on interview. We're going to we're going to dive into the session. But sure. for our audience to familiarize themselves with you, um what what do you do? What's your background and uh tell us a little bit about your work. On a sort of like full-time basis, I run the campus ministry program for um a Catholic high school I'm here in Austin, Texas, called St. Dominic Savio Catholic High School. And then along with that, sort of like every other weekend or at least like once a month, um, I do speaking engagements for different youth conferences, youth events, um, or for the Catholic Church. So sometimes it's for like a church, sometimes it's for a big, what we call a diocese, like a, a big group mm -hmm. of churches. And um, they usually book me to speak on a variety of topics, but mostly it's like the core message I'll always try to bring is understanding our Catholic faith through the lens of personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And really that unless that's at the core, understanding, you know, God wants to be in a relationship with us, that God loves us and that calls for a response. Yeah. Without that as the core, all of the other things of our faith, like get very cloudy and very difficult to understand. And so that, yeah, that's what I kind of do. It's a, it's a dream to be able to, I guess, make a living just talking about God and how he loves us and yeah. he loves every person and Yes, he calls us to things and it can be challenging, but it's beautiful and he gives us the grace to do it. And seeing young people like, oh, it makes me so excited when young people are like, I get it, you know? Yeah. Not yeah. that they're perfect after that. We all know that. Like, 
but still it's i just yeah it's it's i love my work so and, I, and i'm sure some people who will be um at least watching this episode are going like what do you mean young people he's one of them <laughs> really really young still yep. but you are your your husband your father how many kids do you yeah. have yeah so i have um two kids right now so i'm actually 32 years old i know I joke around here sometimes that I'm like super senior, just disguised as a teacher. And stuff. <laughs> I was born in 91, so I'm 32 years old. Uh, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. What month? April, 1991. Are you April, 91? I'm January, 91. 91? Yeah, so, 91. That's awesome, Michelle. <laughs> My wife, Natalie, and I have uh, two kids, a three and a half year old son named Nolan and my daughter, Ava, turns two in like a couple of weeks from oh, this recording. No. So like at the end of August. And then we just found out actually like a few weeks ago, our third little one is on the way. So super that's yeah. awesome. And that's so yes, cool that yes. your wife's name is Natalie. My sister's name is Natalie. <laughs> it's a good name. It's a good name. Okay. So without further ado, because I know uh, our audience members are like, get to the session. We are going to do prophetic listening session. Now you have, you and I have never done one uh, before, yep. correct? Um, and I know that well, you, have you had a chance? Did you have a chance to look at my site at all or kind of what it? A little bit, but I haven't done a deep dive into like how this like all works. I yeah. kind of wanted to go in with zero expectations and just like, let's let God do what God Perfect. does. And yeah, yeah. So love that. Okay. So for those of you watching for the first time, prophetic listening is uh, an, an advanced form of spiritual direction. And, uh, you know, you being Catholic, I'm I'm sure you're familiar with the practice of spiritual direction. Yeah, yes. correct. Yeah. Yes, yes correct. Um, and for those who are not super familiar with it, because I feel like the Catholic, the Catholic Church kind of is ahead of us <laughs> in this in this realm. But spiritual direction is essentially when you meet with somebody who is tasked with companioning with you to discover what God is doing in your life. They're there to uh, to provide support. They're there to pray alongside of you. And it's, it's actually a really, really beautiful um, practice that can be very deepening. To one's relationship with, with god yeah you explained um, that so well i might steal that explanation when a student <laughs> asks me what is a spiritual direct director and i'll be like i'm gonna just say what michelle said <laughs> yeah, just turn, turn this to the podcast like you need to exactly listen to exactly so but uh prophetic listening is is kind of an advanced modality of it because you are meeting with a, facil a facilitator a trained facilitator but we're focused on hearing god's voice and god's voice alone so a vast majority of the time i'm not offering advice or an opinion unless god is pressing something really heavy on my spirit to share as as a means of interpretation or illumination vast majority of the time it's literally what is god saying and we're just focusing on on his voice which mm -hmm for the purpose of direction can be very refreshing for a believer because mm -hmm. how many of us walk through life and everybody has an opinion right. about what you should do, but to hear from the God of the universe, no, this is what I have to say about it. It's, it doesn't get better than that. Right. Okay. So, so the first process is for us to basically go over the top three questions that you would like to ask. And I always tell guests this, you know, go as as deep or as surface as you choose to. I want to respect and, and honor, you know, what you feel comfortable sharing in the context of a podcast episode, but yeah. I'm happy to to um, track with, with your first three questions. So what are they? Yeah, I think if it's okay, I think there's like two main ones that I have. Three, okay. is, is, can we do two? Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'm not exactly yeah. sure what, but one of them for me would be like, kind of just right now in, 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 the, in the past like year or so, I just feel like there's been so much going on in my life and it's, and it's all, like a lot of it is good things, whether it's, you know, like 
the speaking business kind of taking off, things going with my campus ministry work at the school, family life, marriage. There's just a lot going on and many of it's good things. But like, I sometimes get overwhelmed with like, what do I focus on? You know, like I'll start each day thinking like, okay, Lord, thank you for another day. This is great. I have, it seems like in my mind, a whirlwind of 87 things on my to-do list to do. How do I know what to focus on today? And and then even like beyond that, like, I guess from a day-to-day thing, what's like the one overarching thing that like, God, you just want me to be fixed on, <laughs> you know, because there's, there's a part of me that's like, okay, I have so many big dreams and goals for the campus ministry program of the school that I'm working at for the students. And then I have these huge goals for my speaking business and all that. But I have these things of like, I really want to do this with my wife and my kids. And it's that thing of just like, it, it just like, it gets noisy, you know, wanting mm-hmm. to accomplish all these good things. And I just have this sense of like the Lord being like, but I'm like, okay, can I have like one thing? <laughs> so if that question makes sense, you know. So it sounds um, like, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, but it sounds like the main question is in this season and juncture of my life, what are the top priorities and yeah. how do I steward them well? You are so good at taking my four paragraphs of words and <laughs> sentences. You're exactly right, Michelle. Okay. So what I want you to do uh, is take the pen and paper that you have and okay. let's write down this first question and I'll, I'll kind of re- repeat it as I summarized it because I'm, I'm writing it down as well on my end. So Great. what are my top priorities in this season of my life and how do I steward them well? Right. And then what I want you to do uh, is leave, leave some space underneath that question. Okay. The purpose of this is we're expecting God to speak. So we'll just leave room for him to share what he has to say and, and we'll make note of what we hear. Okay. What's the next question? So the second one, and I, I don't know how to be like, I don't want to be like too specific, but I also don't want to be too vague. I guess it's, uh, there's a specific area of my life that I've been like seeking healing in for a while now. And I guess like sometimes it can feel discouraging or difficult when it's like, why, why am I not healed of this yet? You know? And I guess the question is not even so much like, Lord, why am I not healed? But like, Lord, like almost like, what are you calling me to do to like allow you to heal me? if that makes sense, or like, like, how can I cooperate with you? Because it feels like, like, I guess it feels like sometimes there's like, okay, Lord, like, I, I think I know what the next one or two steps is, but then I won't take it. And sometimes I will. And it's, and there's like this hesitation of like fully receiving the Lord's healing in this area of life. And and so, yeah, like, I guess the question is like, maybe even that, maybe like, why am I hesitant to let you heal me? I think if I'm fully honest and vulnerable, that's the question. Like, what, like, yeah, like, why am I so scared to let you like heal me? You know? Mm, okay. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Why am I scared to let you heal me? This kind of just dropped in my spirit as I was writing this question down, kind of as a tag along, but I just feel like the Lord wants us to ask, like, what is holding me back? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So now that we have the questions written, and thank you for being vulnerable, by the way. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah. Thanks for asking. So now that we have the questions down, something that it's a little unique to prophetic listening is an exercise I like to do called clearing the room. And there's a reason for this. So anytime that we're trying to hear the Lord speak, there's three voices that we really need to keep in mind, um, tend to be at play. There's the Lord who we, there's the enemy who we don't want. <laughs> then there's our own uh, flesh, our flesh and our own will. So 
clearing the room, it's basically a, a verbal prayer and, and a verbal spiritual command, uh, taking authority over any demonic spirits that would try to interfere in this time. And then we're also taking authority over our own thoughts, our own flesh, um, and just commanding that to be silent and still so that we can receive what God has to say on, you know, without any type of mixture. Does that make right. sense? Yes, it okay. does. So what I'm going to do now is I'll open us up in, in a prayer. Um, I'll clear the room and then I will ask, um, verbally ask the first question. We'll take some time to, to listen and just write whatever, whatever it is we're receiving. And whether you hear God through pictures, whether you hear him through the still small voice, maybe you have just an impression or an unction that's rising up in your spirit, whatever it is, make note of it, write it down, because then we're going to compare answers and see, this is what God told you. This is what he told me. And because he's not a God of confusion, there should be alignment. Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay. So I'll wait till you ask me to like share anything. But as we're doing this, I, I write. Yes. Right? So, so what happens is um, I'll, once I say that prayer and clear the room, I'll ask the question aloud and then we'll both just listen and write. And actually, Perfect. I'm glad that you mentioned that because the only thing I need from you is to tell me when you're ready. Like, okay, got it. Feel like, okay, got I'm ready. Okay. All right. So Lord, we just thank you for this time. We thank you for this day. Lord, this is the day that you have made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. We just take authority over this time and the space. And um, I thank you, Father for Gian's heart to, to hear you, to connect with you, to, to listen to your voice above every other voice, including his own, and to receive the truth of what you have to say. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we command any spirit that is not of God to be bound and silenced by the blood and the authority of Jesus Christ. Any spirit that is trying to disguise, deceive, interfere, burden, or hamper our receiving the voice of God, we banish you from our presence. We render you deaf, dumb, and mute. We bind you to the foot of the cross, and we command you to not only leave our presence, but do not return in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for your presence. We thank you that your Holy Spirit lives inside of us. And so, Holy Spirit, we just ask you to come to a place of prominence. We command our own thoughts, our flesh, our biases, all the, the fleshly parts of us that um, rebel against the Spirit of God. We command those parts of us to be silent and to be still and to be mute for the duration of this this listening session. Holy Spirit, have your way. Come to the driver's seat of our beings. Let us see what you see. Let us hear what you hear. Let us perceive what you want us to perceive. We want to receive what you have to say through your spotless lens. Lord, we just thank you. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your voice. We thank you in your word. James 1, um, you state that you pour out your wisdom liberally on all who ask for it. So we just take you at your word and we receive what you have to say with great expectation and anticipation. Thank you for what you're about to reveal to your son. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So Lord, we lift up to you the first question, which is, Father, what are Gion's top priorities? What are your top priorities for him in this season of his life? And how how can he steward them well? I guess I have more to write than you. <laughs> One second. Um, Ready? Yes. I also realized I should have left more than half a page of space. I needed more than that, but... No worries. Sometimes I'll just like skip around to the next page and I'll have yeah. arrows pointing to it. Oh. All right. What did you get? So I, do you want me, can I just like go through it? Like all, yeah. is it some of it are like words, some of it are like phrases, some of it's like very clear images. So funny if the, the first like word, the very first like word that was like very, just like pounding in my mind was like the word prayer. 
and then the phrase like keep your eyes on me and then as i was sitting like with that uh, that, that whole scene in the gospel story of jesus and the disciples being amidst like a, a stormy sea the raging storm and then him calling peter out to like walk on the water and then peter was like fixed on jesus his eyes were fixed on jesus and he was doing the impossible like walking on water and then like as soon as he looks at, away from the Lord and at the storm, he starts sinking. And then that brought me to a memory from a few months ago, actually. It was like at the very beginning of this year where I was talking to one of the guys in my men's group. His name's Colby. And uh, he we were in prayer together and he was just sharing. He's like, you know, Guy and I have this like image in my mind of you, like you kind of just like underwater and there's like a storm around you. And you're wanting the Lord to like, pull you out of there. And I remember him saying, but sometimes there are seasons in life where the Lord just wants to let us like swim for a little bit and know that I'm here, like you're going to be okay. And I was just brought back to that moment because I remember him saying like, the time will come where you will not be underwater anymore. But right now you, and that was a few months ago. And I'm, as I'm like remembering this, I'm like, oh my gosh, the last few months have been such like a, like there's been so much goodness that it, I, I'm definitely not at the space I was month, like at the very beginning of this year where I just felt like I was underwater. And, but then now it's like, I'm above the water, but it's like, what do I do? What do I? And uh, and so just that image of like, you know, Pete, Peter like keeping his eyes on Jesus, and and then I wrote the last few things I wrote were, you are not alone. Don't try to do this on your own. You have nothing to prove. You have nothing to prove. You are loved, and your identity is not based on your success or the success of your ministry. Super hard to like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. Okay. Was that was that all you got? Yeah, yeah. Goosebumps. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Okay, so when I asked the question immediately, and this doesn't always happen, but immediately the Lord started speaking, and immediately He said, "Your children." As far as what are my what are my top priorities in this season of my life, I heard Him say, "Your children. Your children carry eternal souls that matter to me far more than any earthly endeavor." My son, I am proud of you. For you are a good dad, and He said it that way too. He's like, "You are good." dad. I'm proud of you and Natalie. I have designed you both to flourish and you are. Learn to say no to the lesser things. I have called you to be a dad, a husband, a friend, and yes, a minister. Everything else is ancillary and I will give you the mechanism to laser focus. Trust me. Sorry. It's okay. Phoenix ready. It's usually for my students, but I know it is. Did that resonate? Yeah. 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 It like, I think part of me, like, to be honest, like wasn't fully expecting that. And, and at the very beginning, like the first like 10 seconds of you speaking, I was like, this is weird. We had two completely different answers. She said this and that happened. As you kept speaking, I was like, like, it's exactly what like the very end of like, it's almost like everything I was saying the first like 80% was leading to the end, which is like when I wrote like, you have nothing to prove. Your love, your identity is not based on your success or the success of your ministry. And I think that is like at the heart of like what's leading to what you're saying, which is the Lord being like, I guess to put it, I've been so focused on work, 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 work. And like, I've been asking the question of like, Lord, where do you want me to focus at work? Is it at school? Is it at this business? Is it at speaking? Is it at like graduate school? Is it, you know what I mean? And then I feel like him saying your identity is not based on your success or the success of your ministry is so like directly tied into like the word just hit me when you shared like your you know, you said your children, or like the Lord said, your children, you know, they have eternal souls and everything else is ancillary. And it's like, sorry if I'm talking so much, but it's like this thing of like, 
it's almost ironic where like in my work, I'm like, okay, I want to, I want to do my best to be the best speaker I can to lead these young people at conferences or at the school I work at to like Jesus. And meanwhile, I have this like three and a half year old son and this two year old daughter that I love dearly. Like if I'm honest, do I think about like their, like the, the well-being of their souls as much as I'm thinking about like my ministry at work or the speaking. And so it's on one hand, it's like, that's, that's really like clear and powerful but on the other hand there's also almost like this like sort of truth of like oh like it's like a piercing truth that's like humbling yeah same time i have peace with hearing it i'm not like i don't feel defensive like whoa god you know like it's very like there's like peace in the midst of it being piercing if any of that makes sense yeah yeah thank you for sharing that i you know this i feel like this was a gentle reminder of how precious this season and each season you have with your kids while they're under your roof, how, how precious and, and in a way sacred it is. And, yeah. you know, he's not telling you to be a stay-at-home dad or anything like that. I mean, he absolutely values your ministry and, and what you do. He wouldn't be fueling it if that wasn't the, the case. And at the same time, how many ministers have been very effective in bringing people to Christ and knowing, you know, bringing them closer to God. And yet, their children have walked away from the faith or their children, you know, are half in half out, or they just have terrible relationships with their kids because yeah. they, they, they failed to. And I think one of the things that, and this just dropped in my spirit, as I was sharing that, I feel like he's saying you are the most direct and important reflection of me, father God, to these two kids that they will ever have their mm. paradigm for how they see me is reflected in you that's, a, that's like a big it's a lot it's, i know it's a lot yeah, of responsibility yeah, yeah. and yet yeah. and yet he's he's equipped you to do it well and you already are because he did say you're you're a good dad <laughs> underline it yeah okay are you ready for the next question oh yes and and no i'm like I just, <laughs> okay can i write a couple notes of what you said real quick absolutely that song good good father is gonna have a whole new meaning for me forever from now on song was very, okay. very healing for me what is it what is it that song was very healing for me my own life so okay ready yes all right lord we just thank you for what you have revealed in terms of gan's priorities what is what he's to to fix his eyes on and his attention to and um and i just see this picture of like birds you know flying from the nest like fledglings leaving the nests and i feel like the lord is wanting to remind you hey there's going to be a day when they're independent and they are on their own and they they won't need you as much they'll always need you but they won't need you as much and mm -hmm. and so there will be opportunities for you to just soar in ways you hadn't even imagined um, and it's going to be quicker than you than you would think and so I feel like he's just wanting to remind you, like right now you're in the trenches, but, but you will be, you will get out as they, as they get older. And uh, so anyway, I don't, I don't know why he put that mm -hmm. there, but just for you to hang on to. So Lord, we, we lift up the next question to you, Father. Gian has been seeking healing in a specific area of his life for, for, for a while. And, uh, and, and there's been some type of block in him receiving that fully. Lord, why, why is he? scared to to let you heal him and what is holding him back from receiving your full healing ready what'd you hear so this one wasn't as a fear for me but the word like new i, I don't know i was like the word new kept coming up just like new new and 
the only other things I was getting was like almost this image of like when and it, it's so weird that I got this image because I'm like it's my biggest fear actually is snakes <laughs> like I'm terrified of snakes yeah but I got this image of like when it, when a snake is peeling off it's like old skin and like mm. gonna be new like the, it there's like a like a pain in that um, I don't know if it's like biologically true but like I had this if like there's a painful element of getting rid of the old and stepping into new and then I, I wrote like I'm, I'm afraid of that the pain of the actual healing that I'm afraid of the pain that's required to mm. to do the healing and that there's a certain part of me that's like I wrote the word like attached like attached to this whatever it was like yeah and um, word, like safety blanket yes yes exactly and the last thing I wrote was like a part of it like like, like a lack of faith or trust that like it like it's even possible for me to be healed in this life you know it's like a so yeah thanks for sharing yeah i feel like god answered the the first question to you and then the second one to me i didn't really hear him saying um why or answer why am i scared to let let you heal me i heard immediately when when i asked the second question what's holding me back i heard pride and it wasn't mm-hmm. like condemning or or like an indictment or anything. I, I felt like he was saying pride. There is a tiny measure of self-sufficiency that peeks its head and insists on having its way. When you are completely broken before me in this area, my son, then I will heal. Then I heard him say, how can you receive what you deny? How can you receive what you deny? Any of that makes sense. If it doesn't, be honest. We we can get clarification. 100% Okay. Like, I, like 100% makes sense. There's, um, yeah, and again, I don't necessarily want to go to the details of all like the, you yeah, know, yeah. but I think the one component that is like, I, I know to a certain degree that like one of the next clear steps for me for like healing is just like, what's the word? Like almost like unhindered honesty, yeah. you know, both with myself and even with another person. And I am like not wanting to do that. And I think that that's why the pride thing makes sense and wanting to preserve like that and like the self-sufficiency of like, no, no, I, I can do this. I can do, I don't need to be fully honest, but I know that like being honest with myself and this person, I feel like there's just this, like, it's almost like admitting my like immense brokenness. Yeah. And I don't want to do that. It's, which, it's like the shattering part. Cause you know that it would be, it would be a shattering experience. And that's yeah. the thing that you're afraid of. Yes. And even your word there, the Lord's words to you, when you are completely broken before me, then you will heal. Like it, like that is so clear to me of like, you need to let yourself like break and it's okay. And you don't need to try to like, almost I have this image of like, I'm like trying to keep like this broken vase, like all together mm-hmm. on my own. And I don't want to admit that like it's broken just, mm-hmm. and I'm like holding it. And I'm like, Lord, why don't you want to heal me? Let, let go of the freaking pieces. And I just feel it. I'll hold it. But he, you know, it's like this. Yeah, it, that like that image is like very like, and then the Lord is saying like, no, like like break, like yeah. admit what it is, and because yeah. oh, this just okay, okay, God, because once you let it go and once it shatters into however many pieces, He is going to create something entirely new that ties right back to the words you have. First word new, 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 yeah. It doesn't matter how I many use, times I do this, I'm just like, I use, yeah, we'll make something. I saw this picture. So going back to that, that vase analogy, I just saw this picture of the vase dropping and shattering and it became like this blue and gold dust and, and then out of it, just the Lord created something completely, completely new. Do you know that when, okay, I don't know why I feel like to share this with you, but do you know that when a caterpillar goes into its chrysalis, 
it actually completely breaks down its body, its That's substance. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I, I'm friends with an entomologist or spiritual dad is actually an entomologist and he shared with me how it will completely break down. So if somebody were to cut open a chrysalis before the metamorphosis had taken place, there would just be goo. And before the caterpillar, like, yes. Like, Okay. Because it has to completely break down. Now the DNA is still the same, but the cells right. are completely rearranged and reorganized before it takes shape into a butterfly and then it, it breaks out. And so very, very similar process to what God does with us. He keeps the you know, core. God. No, no, sorry. No, I want you to finish. No, I was just going to say he keeps the core components of, of who he created us to be, but then he breaks us down completely to get rid of all of the elements that were touched by this world. And what's cool is with a butterfly, right? Starts off as a caterpillar crawling on its belly, but once it becomes a butterfly, it never, its belly never touches the ground again. What I was going to say just like really quickly is like, it's funny you're mentioning that out of nowhere because yesterday I was talking to some of the staff members here um, at the school and I have this thing with the, with the ladies in the front office. I told them I'm going to learn Spanish by the end of the year by just like practicing with them. And yesterday, the word we were trying to learn, like no joke, was caterpillars and butterflies. Like, I'm not joking with you. Because I was mentioning that that, that movie, that Disney movie, like Encanto, and there's that song, those mm-hmm. Oruguitas, I don't know if you've seen it, this movie. And I was like, does that mean two butterflies? They're like, no, no, it's caterpillars. You have to be caterpillar first and then the butterflies. Wow. And it's wild that, so anyway. Oh, that's so cool. That's okay. So okay. So usually what I'll do uh, is I'll, I'll allow guests to ask, like if there's any kind of lingering, I would be really, really remiss if I didn't bring this up or ask this question. Here's your chance to do it. Otherwise I'll, I'll close this out in prayer. Yeah. Uh, like if I have any remaining like questions or mm-hmm. any, I really don't. I just, I have so much, like, I feel like peace and for the first time in a long time, clarity of like, it's not like all the things I want to accomplish and all the tasks I want to do are like gone, like it's still there. But yeah. for the first time, there's just a clarity and like, like a, like a burden, like gone and just like, okay, there's clarity what you need to focus on with the first question. And then with the second question, this like, it's hard, but you know what you need to do. Yeah. So like, and God gives you the courage to do that. So I have no questions. I have no further, you know, I just want to say thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. And thanks for sharing your gift, Michelle. You're so welcome. You're so welcome. So before I, I pray us out, just for those those watching, those listening, having experienced it now, how would you describe prophetic listening? If somebody came up to you and said, like, what the heck is that? Wow. I would just say, like, you know how like there's that there's that verse in the Bible where it's like we're two or more gathered, there I am in the midst of them. Yeah. It's like a practical practice. Cause I'll be honest, I've I've heard that verse like most of my life. And I'm like, yeah, like it's a pretty thing. It's the beautiful verse. And yes, we believe it, but it's like it's like an experience of that where it's like, yes, there have been moments in my life. I can think of less than a handful where like I'm praying and I like, I can just hear God's voice really clearly, but that's not, it's not like every day I'm entering into prayer. Right. There's like a, but I think there's something about like this experience and praying with you of like where two or more gathered when Jesus says, there I am in the midst of them, like it's real. Yeah. And this thing of like, you know, us allowing the Holy spirit to lead, like brings us to the same place, you know, and it's like two paths that, so that's how I would describe it. It's like a real practical application of that Bible verse of like, where two or more are gathered, there I am in the midst of them. And like, God's presence is so real and he loves us so much. And he's like, yeah, he's not like trying to hide from us, right? Like, it's like, we have to search for him and like, you found me. It's like, a, I'm here and I'm pursuing you more than you could ever imagine. And 
here I am. So yeah, if that answers the question. No, that's a beautiful summary. That's a beautiful summary. Thank you. All right. Let me close this out in prayer. Lord, we just thank you so much for this time with you, with Gian. We thank you, Father, for answering his questions. And I thank you, Lord, for giving him the courage to to be vulnerable and to share these questions and concerns that have been on his heart. And Lord, we just trust you to do precisely what you said you would do, to give him the wisdom, to give him the clarity, to give him the mechanisms to to manage and to steward, really, the top priorities that you you have placed in his life that you've called him to at this time, and to give him the strength and the courage and the clarity to say no to the lesser things. We also thank you, Father, for his healing. I just thank you right now in advance of us seeing it with our physical eyes. I thank you for the healing that has been pronounced and declared over him and that you are partnering with him to, to realize and to fully receive and apprehend. And so Lord, just give him courage, give him grace and fill him with such utter. And I don't know why I'm hearing this phrase, but reckless peace that he is able to fully step into, to every action that you have called him to every action and reaction that you have called him to. And knowing that excuse me, knowing that you hold him literally in the palm of your hands and that he is so safe. And I feel like the Lord is saying, I am your safety net. I am your safety net. Like you don't have to be afraid. I am your safety net. So we just thank you, Father, for that. We're holding him securely. Protect every word that you've spoken over him. Um, if there's anything that that was not of you um, that was spoken in this time, let it fall to the ground and be forgotten. But for everything that was of you, we seal it in the blood of Jesus. We place a hedge of protection around it in the name of Jesus. And we declare and decree that um, your word will not return uh, to you void. So we thank you for for causing there to be a full manifestation of what you have spoken in your son's life. This we pray and bless his family, protect his family, protect his marriage, his kids, his ministry, God. And thank you, Father, for continuing to to stretch out his tent pegs while giving him capacity to, re- to receive that move. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for agreeing to appear on this podcast. So for people who want to check out your ministry, maybe book you to speak, uh, listen to your music, where can they find you? Yeah, so the, the best is just go to my website, iangamboa.com. That's just my first name, G-I-A-N, last name Gamboa, G-A-M-B-O-A, iangamboa.com. And there's info there and kind of um, who I am, what I do, and how we can connect. And I'd love to work with you. Excellent. And we'll have the details for for your episode. So we'll have the details to your site and all of that. I'll be sure to get that from you. And then for those of you who are interested in prophetic listening, learning about it, maybe becoming certified in it. If you're a spiritual director, Christian coach, you can go to www.propheticlistening. And that's much easier than than saying my name or spelling out my name on the website. So propheticlistening.com. But thank you guys for watching this episode. Until next time, take care. Bye guys. Hey, fam fam. I want to thank you for taking the time to watch this episode. I really, really hoped that you were blessed by it. If this taught you anything about hearing God more clearly, about listening to him with other people, if it inspired you watching other people connect with the voice of God, I want to encourage you share this show. Don't be greedy. Don't keep this all to yourself. Share this show, let other people know about the Prophetic Listening Podcast, share it on your social, text a friend about it, bring it up in conversation, whatever that looks like for you. Also, if you could do me a huge solid and leave a review, guys, that helps increase visibility. There is nothing like word of mouth traction. So please leave a review. 
Lastly, if you want to connect with me on social media, you can hit me up on Instagram at the Michelle Honora. You can also find my work, my resources, my e-courses, as well as the certification program on www.propheticlistening.com. Thank you again. Tune into the next episode. We're here every week. Can't wait to see you on the flip side. God bless.